When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go behind the wheel and under the hood on everything automotive with high-speed stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Ben Bolin here with HowStuffWorks auto editor Scott Benjamin. Uh, Scott, I got a question for you today. Fire away. All right. Uh, I've heard a lot about car safety. There was even a, a, a movie came out recently about a death-proof car. Mm-hmm, that's right. Yeah, you remember the one I'm talking I about? I do. Right? I know the movie you're talking about. I, I didn't see it. I've seen clips from that movie, but uh, I know what you're talking about. Now, you know, like most of uh, modern America, I'm a Tarantino fan, so mm-hmm. I went I went to see this. Um, and in this movie, there's a killer who uses his car as a weapon. Apparently, he doesn't he doesn't get hurt in in these accidents that he causes. Uh, because his car is just that safe, and and I've been looking into this. You know, Volvo apparently has a great reputation for mm-hmm. safety. Very much so, yeah. Yeah, a couple mm-hmm. other places are very innovative with mm-hmm. this, and there are even a few cars, from what I understand, advertised as absolutely safe. Mm. Is Ab- that even possible? Absolutely safe, really? That's uh, that's new to me. But the, uh, the absolutely safe thing, I, they can be safe or safer, but not death proof. I think death proof is an impossible goal to to achieve. Now, why is that? Well, the reason is that you can't account for every situation. I mean, it's just simple matter of, I mean, I guess it comes down to physics, really, at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're on the highway and you're traveling at 80 miles an hour and there's a, a oncoming vehicle traveling at 80 miles per hour, chances of you surviving that front impact are, are slim. Uh, oh, okay. Um, or- something like that. But you know, and not only that, let's say that uh, something were to fall on top of your car and crush you. I mean, these are terrible situations, of course, but, you know, things like that do happen. It's very rare, but mm. you cannot make a car that would stand up to, let's say, um, you know, like during the earthquake or an earthquake, um, you know, an overpass collapses on top of a car. Terrible thing. You know, sure. people hurt, injured, yeah. dead, you know, whatever, everything in between. That's something that you just can't, uh, you can't prevent. Okay, I see what you're saying. So there's no way to predict a future accurately enough that you can build a car that will stand up to every variable. Like, uh, for instance, um, a car could be built to be fireproof, 
but it's very difficult to predict a car being hit by a train. That's exactly right. Yeah, and you know you can build these cars that are extremely strong in one area, like you said, a fire you know fireproof car, right. bulletproof windows, things like that. Bulletproof windows aren't bulletproof 100%. They've got I mean they're they're exceptions. You they're know, bullet resistant. Well, yeah, they end up being <laughs> bullet resistant, I guess. And, and same thing with armor armoring uh-huh. a vehicle. Um you know, we've heard a lot about that recently, but you know, it depends on the ammunition used. Mm-hmm. Um you can't you just can't build a vehicle that's 100% infallible. Something that, you know, that that every situation is covered and you know, there's I guess there's a way around everything. Um, you know, and if you did build something like that, it may be too heavy or too cumbersome to uh, to drive. Or you, know, you have to have windows to be able to see out of the car oh, yeah, and be able yeah. to navigate it around the city. And so it sounds like the safest car is is impractical. Ah, uh, yeah, I believe it is. It yeah. would be just a a chunk of uh, immovable metal designed to withstand impacts, and maybe just an engine in there for kicks. Huh? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to. Uh, you just wouldn't be able to get around in that car. People wouldn't be able to get in to rescue you if you were in an accident. Oh, um, good point. Um, it's just there's a lot going on that that inside a car, outside a car that you just can't account for. How close have we come though well, so far? A lot of manufacturers are making cars extremely safe right now. They're not uh, they're not death proof, of course, but they are very very safe. There's a lot of examples of, of this, but you know most of them come in the high end luxury vehicle market because you know it costs money to to develop these systems and put them in the vehicles, and you know that that's translated into the price of the vehicle itself. So you know you're going to pay more for a car that's you know this much safer than than the next car, but you know is it worth it? Yeah, I think it is. You know, you get what safety you pay is worth for. It. That's right. Get what you pay for. That's right. Yeah. But there's there's a number of examples. I I mean, Volvo has a concept car that has something called the safety ride-down concept. What's that? That's a car they developed that has, um, it's, it particularly focuses on front and rear impacts. It's Like I said, it's just a concept at this point. If they're putting it into a car right now, I wouldn't know about it until, you know, it does come out. But mm-hmm. it slows down the the deceler- or rather, it slows down the deceleration of the humans inside the car is what it does. Uh, we've talked about that in the past, you know, yeah. like, that, you know, the key is to slow down, not, not immediately stop. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like a real forceful impact. Um, th- this ride down concept is that, you know, the entire interior of the car basically moves forward or backwards several inches to kind of, um, you know, slow down that impact in addition to, you know, the seatbelt systems, the airbags, all of that other, you know, safety, mm-hmm. all the other safety features mm-hmm. that we've, you know, read or talked about. So it's, it's definitely, uh, it's got, you know, its own set of merits, I guess. It's, it's worthwhile. I think when when we talked about some of this before in some earlier podcasts, one of the things that we met, one of the things that you had mentioned being a a limiting factor in car safety was just the the limits of the human body as well. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, that's why crumble zones are so important. You know, it's kind of kind of goes back to what I was just saying with the the ride down concept. But mm-hmm. yeah, the the idea is that you don't want your body to immediately stop. You don't want to make a car because we can make cars that are extremely rigid that that can withstand incredible sure. force. The idea is to slow that impact down, even if it's just I mean fractions of a second. But it helps your body to uh, uh, decelerate at a slower rate. I okay. mean, you don't, you don't want, here's what happens. Your, you know, the organs and your, your, I mean, your brain, everything, they, they collide in your body when you, when you suddenly decelerate like that. And if you have a seatbelt that's pushing on your chest, it's a compression injury, you know, that might uh, bruise or damage your, your heart, your really? lungs, um, you know, other internal organs. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, a concussion is when you're, I guess that's when your brain actually contacts your skull, right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that, I believe it is. I, I'm an auto guy, not a not a health guy. But the, yeah, the idea is to just slow that down so yeah. that type of thing doesn't happen. 
Now, I uh, I think I, I know what you're talking about because we we both have probably, and anybody driving has probably seen one of the most um, horrific and tragic types of accidents that can occur, which is when a very fast car meets a very hard, blunt object, like a median somewhere. Yeah. And it, it seems that even if these cars are well-designed, the problem is that no matter how good an auto engineer is, uh, she or he cannot design a human body. So we still have to work with the, the natural uh, weaknesses. Yeah, that's uh, right. And, you know, we, there's one, one place that we see, you know, horrific accidents on a regular basis, and that's racing. And in racing, you'll see cars that just completely blow apart. I mean, they, they destroy themselves, but that's to save the driver that's inside. Sure, you can make cars that do that, and we do, to some extent, make cars that kind of fall apart like that. Well, you know, it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, now, cars on a racetrack, they design racetracks where, you know, there's relatively few blunt ends or objects that they can hit other than other vehicles. And, you know, the cars are all traveling in the same direction. Mm-hmm. They're all going about the same speed. You know, so that's a little bit of an advantage. I mean, it's still you know, tremendous wreck when it does happen if you're going 200-plus miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hit a wall, and but, you know, it's either a flat wall or, or not a flat wall, rather. It's a curved wall or it's a, um, you know, wall that you're traveling next to. You know, you're, you're parallel to that wall when you, you bump it, kind of sideswipe it. Mm-hmm. Um, really, really very, very few times is there a time when, uh, you know, a, a car on a track, a race car, will hit a blunt blunt wall it has happened you know maybe in entering the pits or something like that but even in that case they put you know water barriers in front of that wall uh to kind of prevent or ease some of that impact what's a um, water barrier no uh, it's like a big barrel full of water you know that's, <laughs> okay. it's, really, it's, it's simple exactly it's just it. yeah and oh, several right. of them you know and, and when you see a car contact these i mean they just blow apart they just yeah. it's like uh well i don't know it's like uh you know you get the wave park or something you know they just splash everywhere you know 30, 40 feet high, and, you know, you think, oh, my God, what's happened? But yeah, um, it, it helps. Scott, thank you so much for breaking this down. It doesn't from, – from what we're learning today, I guess it sounds like death-proof cars are not going to be anything happening in the reasonable future. Mm-hmm, that's right. I think uh, safer cars, yes. Death-proof mm-hmm. cars, no way. I have one last question for you. Mm-hmm. I want to – I know we didn't really – talk about this one and we don't really approach things this way but do you think it would be a good idea to have death proof cars because honestly i don't death proof cars for, yeah. i mean for real if, if we could if, really develop seriously develop one right why, I, why do you think it wouldn't be a good idea because if and here's why because if everybody had one and i am in no when i say death proof cars i think would be a bad idea in mass production i'm not saying i'm not in any way condoning auto accidents mm-hmm. what i am saying is that death-proof cars would be designed the way we're talking about them to protect the passengers and the drivers of a vehicle. Mm-hmm. They would do nothing for other people outside. And, all pedestrians. Right. Pedestrians, bystanders, you know, it's it's all well and good for everyone to survive if, if someone, God forbid, hits a storefront. Mm-hmm. But, but there's no protection and it could easily become a situation where I think, I don't want to say that people would be less careful. Mm-hmm. But it would definitely be more likely. Well, sure, it would open up uh, using the car more as a weapon than anything else. I mean, if mm-hmm. somebody you know, malicious were to get a hold of one of these cars and decided that you know, hey, I can do anything I want in this car, mm-hmm. and uh, there was no consequences to me, you know, that would be that would be a bad situation for sure. No doubt. So, yeah, I think maybe you're right. Maybe it would be a bad idea to have a death-proof car. Well, I guess we're going to have to wait for the future yeah. to decide that for us. And in the near future, if you'd like to learn more about 
racing innovations, the future of the automotive industry, and all things car related. Please check out HowStuffWorks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Let us know what you think. Send an email to podcast at HowStuffWorks.com. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Johnny B. Good, the host of the podcast Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. This podcast dives deep into the story of Ray Trapani and his company, Centratech. I'll explore how three 20-somethings built a company out of lies, deceit, and greed. I've been saying since a very young age that I was going to be a millionaire. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.